0: Welcome back to the Reality Bite, where we are talking all things Bachelor in Paradise. I'm Matt Whitehead.
1: And I'm Talia Pritchard.
0: Um, Talia, how are you feeling after episodes seven and eight?
1: I'm exhausted. And I never, ever want to hear the word bro code again.
0: You had a big nap today after. I
1: did. I also took a tequila shot every time I said it. So, I mean, are the two things related? Maybe.
0: I hope you didn't drive
1: here. <laughs> no, but work was a bit weird earlier.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, let's get right stuck into it, because I think we've got a lot to discuss.
1: We do, we do.
0: So we had three new fellas waltz into paradise. Um... (laughs) One of them immediately walked straight out of my memory. Oh, Scott. Oh, bless him. Scott, yeah. uh, we had Scott, Matt Wyatt, and Jackson, I the thought you were going to say
1: your name then for a Matt second. Wyatt. Like Matt I Wyatt, wish. Imagine if I went in. <laughs> <Do>
0: <laughs> Will it. I find
1: love? Skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clean skin, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Just because my hair is thinning, you don't have to bring it up every Figalo's time.
1: pie man.
0: I feel like I've said this a few times to you and you don't like it, but he's like my number one.
1: I like, yeah, I get it. But I just can't get past the fact he just talks like a footy coach all the time.
0: I know. Maybe that's it.
1: I think that's it. I think he's good looking. Like he has a pie business. I know. Yeah. Like that's that's exciting. Yeah. Have you ever had one? Yeah.
0: Heaps. They, no, genuinely, that's not like a weird, that's <laughs> not weird, that's not weird. I was, I
1: was like, I wasn't expecting that level of enthusiasm. I thought you were going to be like, oh yeah, I tried one once when I was like hungover, but you're like, yeah, they're in my freezer right now.
0: True story. They bring them into the Studio 10 audience. And then when the Studio 10 audience, if there are any spare, they would be like on offer to like people at 10.
1: Oh. So every
0: now and then at like 4 p.m., there's like a pie that's been sitting there since 9 a.m. Oh,
1: beautiful. And of
0: course- I'm a dumpster person. Yeah, I'm gonna eat that cold pie.
1: Amazing! Do you have a favorite flavor?
0: Usually they're just mints, but the, um, a few. I, I think we've, I think I've had a few of them.
1: <laughs> a few Jackson pies.
0: <laughs> I wish. No. Um. I, I. My pie is always like a steak and cheese and bacon.
1: Gross. Um. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. No. Everyone's you come into my house. You to their yuck. Opinion. My yums. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Moving on Oh sorry <laughs> What are we talking Jackson? about? Jackson and not bring pie pies Into Bachelor and Paradise
0: No They wouldn't clear customs uh, But so these three Kind of shook up Paradise Well Jackson and Matt Shook up Paradise And Scott was also there
1: Scott was there And he wore a shirt With avocados on them Yeah And that's
0: God it. bless Yeah, yeah.
1: Good on Scott. Great to see you, Scott. Yeah, we missed you. Well, everyone was asking for you.
0: Everyone couldn't wait to see Scott. His Instagram blew up with tens of, well, just 10 comments. Um, And they were mostly from me. We've lost the plot already. Scott, Scott, they all cried. Osha was like, wait, let him get through the gates. (laughs) <laughs> they were like... I can't wait
1: for Scott to be the next Bachelor. Oh
0: my God, I would watch that. Anyway.
1: <clears throat> what I okay. want to talk about, though, is as all these boys enter, all the boys are just so excited to see each other. And I was like, this isn't Bro Island. Like, I know we're going to touch on Bro Code later in this episode, but, like, even Scott walked in and everyone's like, who are you interested in with the girls? And he's like, oh, there's girls here? <laughs> like-
0: yeah, he's like, I better go back and meet the women that I'm supposed to be <laughs> here to I'm meet. I'm supposed
1: to be getting a road yeah, Yeah.
0: Um, and also... um because Tim went away for a wedding, he also technically returned and got like a full on the mouth kiss from Jamie.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big sexy himself. I was like,
0: finally, some romance. <laughs> uh, well, do you want to get stuck into the bro code?
1: Oh, let's do it.
0: Because a big portion of these episodes was about Matt's arrival. He arrived with a date card and he immediately went up to Renee and he was like, do you want to go on this date?
1: Yeah, he'd been there about five seconds. They were off. So Matt and Renee know each other from the outside world, of course. And yeah, they, they met, met in at Bali. Oh, <laughs> jinx. <laughs> Which is where all these people meet each other, it seems. Not anymore, I guess. <laughs> True. They're going to have to find a new destination. But, um, so yeah, Matt's rocked up. He knows Renee. They met, but she was still with Kieran. And she said it because she's a loyal person, even though she was vibing with Matt. Um, obviously nothing happened with them.
0: This was also another time where um, it just like cut to Renee and she was like, I hope Matt Wyatt's coming into paradise. And I was like, oh, that's a random (laughs) suggestion. And then he like immediately walked in and was like, did someone say my name?
1: (laughs) This season is just so strange. Like I do really enjoy all these outside relationships coming in and seeing what happens, but I'm also like why can't you people hook up on the outside world? Like, why does it have to be this show? Do you just wait and not meet? Well, obviously no, with Kieran and Kiki, but just to, like, hold on to hope for weeks that just one person is going to walk through those gates.
0: But also, my thing is it's like, do they did they kind of know who's going in because this is like the fifth to. time when somebody's been like, so-and-so is going to come in. And then they do.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and I was like, how does everyone but me know who's going in this season? <laughs> like I feel really out of the You're loop. all
1: psychics.
0: <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah. Psychics Psychic in Paradise. Bachelor. Oh, Psychic Bachelor. I guess the big deal was that when Matt approached Renee, he didn't first approach um, Renee's legal owner. <laughs> kieran who um despite them being broken up and despite him shacking up with every uh thing with a pulse on the island um was like furious that matt didn't first seek his approval and i guess pay a dowry for renee
1: exactly like get a signature yeah kieran
0: Please take this cattle so I may take your ex on a tandem bike. You know, that tradition. Oh, my God. Can we
1: talk about the tandem bike? We'll get there.
0: We'll get there.
1: Uh, No, yeah, Kieran, his double standards were a lot Mm. these few episodes. And obviously we already know he's not Australia's sweetheart and we've discussed that, but he's not even seen how hypocritical he comes across he's so mad he calls matt snake he's so mad that matt didn't ask for his permission um to be renee's new legal guardian Mm -hmm. and he just basically pops off about it
0: and there's just so much going on here because it's like what we know about their relationship is that it it ended because um he cheated on renee um she's actually been really tolerant of his kind of like bed hopping in paradise yeah um,
1: including her own bed where he fell asleep one night,
0: her own bed, uh, her, her good friend, Jess's bed. Um, mm-hmm. and then there was the whole situation with Jess after he basically dropped her, uh, for Kiki immediately and, yeah. and didn't even sort of say anything to her.
1: Exactly. But all
0: of a sudden he's this man of integrity and, <laughs> and how dare. Some, like it's, it, it was baffling.
1: It's pretty gross really. And, what I did like, though, was that a couple of his friends were pulling him up on it. Alex definitely made a few comments saying that um, not everything is about Kieran. He needs to calm down, essentially. And I was like, well, thank God for that. Because, as we'll talk about a bit later on, too, that Tim comes in and stirs the pot again with the whole situation. And Kieran doesn't need yes people around him to, like, keep riling him up he needs people that are going to call him out on his behavior
0: and I know, I know that alex did say that sort of to camera but i also really liked that a lot of the women on the island like especially mary and alicia mm. were calling kieran out to his face A
1: 100 percent, yeah
0: I, I don't know if we really saw him responding to that but it was just good to see that they weren't they uh, were alicia him especially
1: was not having a bar of it and i was like queen thank you call this guy out
0: No, she's so good um And then the date itself that Matt and Renee went on was fine.
1: It was fine. They just basically they just talked about like, oh, we really like each other.
0: Oh boy, we have a spark. I really think that there's a spark here. With you and me, yeah, there's a spark there. Yeah, and I was like, we have a oh, connection. We,
1: we met on the outside. We met in Bali, but I was with Kieran. Like it's like, yeah, we know.
0: I think it's the first time that a tandem bike has been the most interesting part of any day. Oh. I was like, get back on the stupid bike. <laughs> also I wanted to see him try and do like one of his fancy BMX tricks, but on a tandem know. bike with her on the back.
1: I kind of forgot for a second he was a BMX rider. So when he was like oh, of course it's a bike date. I was like, why, why? Oh my God.
0: How can you forget? All I think about is when he rode up the red carpet and then I just, and then I always was just like him biking around the mansion. That's how I thought (laughs) that he would just like go to get a snack.
1: Can we just, uh, a tandem bike isn't as bad as a tandem kayak experience. Oh my God. Don't you even dare go
0: down this. If anybody wants to rehash this, go listen to us talking about the bachelorette finale. I don't have the mental stability to, to go down this again.
1: (laughs) I think a tandem bike's better than a tandem kayak. This I'm going to start
0: crying. I'm literally going to start. I, we don't have time for you to unpack this.
1: Um, everyone, I'm starting a new podcast. It's called Tandem Activities. And I'll list every single one I hate and why.
0: <laughs> I, would, I would genuinely subscribe to that.
1: Anyway, so Matt taking Renee on a date has led to the next Buller Banquet. Mm-hmm. And the topic...
0: The theme of this one was what's good, what's good, what's good for the goose is good for the gander.
1: My favorite thing was when Osha rocked up and said, "This is the topic of tonight." Everyone's like, "Ooh!" and I was in there like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, "Geese." <laughs> I was like, "What does that mean?" Mm. What's good for the Goose? Oh, they're gonna
0: eat goose? <laughs> Cass is a vegan. What's she gonna have? I know. Whole plate of gander? I don't know. <laughs>
1: But they (laughs) seem to all understand it. And I was like, am I missing something? And at least she's like, oh, what's good for the goose? And I was like, huh?
0: I did love that there were a few people that were like, "Mm, okay. And then they had to sort of explain that it was about double standards between, you know, and also like bro codes and girl codes, which I was like, okay. I, I I have a feeling that like Kieran has done one of these, like whoever's coming up with the themes of these banquets, I feel like. Kieran has pissed off.
1: Yeah, 100%. And he's so like, mad. And every time a new banquet's announced, he's just like, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, he's like,
0: oh, bloody hell. And <laughs> he goes and yeah. just like. <laughs> I
1: thought that, he, that was him in the room for a second.
0: The bedroom, yeah.
1: <laughs> so the first question that is brought up at the Buller Banquet is about how do the girls define girl code? How do the guys define bro code?
0: I don't think this exists in my life. Is this not just like de- like decency
1: a hundred percent like I mean I guess for most of code? us we're not in a situation where we're potentially hooking up with our friends' exes right um if my ex is listening to this, this doesn't count for you oh, <laughs> the opportunity.
0: oh my God, Sometimes you gotta say oh my God, it. I feel like my skin is on fire, I'm, I'm electric now.
1: <sighs> um, <laughs> I've never, ever sat down with a group of girlfriends and discussed what girl code means to us.
0: Oh, my God. I would hate that.
1: Because I think most women are decent people and wouldn't need to establish a code because it's just common decency and friendship. I think boys are more into the idea of a bro code. And I don't. Let's just
0: like clarify, like heterosexual. <laughs> boys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Pet men. Yeah. <laughs> the weirdest species. Because even
0: in my experience, it's like the, the, the you know, queer dating pool is so much smaller, I think, than straight ones. Like, yes. you know, when you're in, in the same city, you know, every, most gay dudes know somebody. I don't know. Like, yeah, the totally. dating pool is a lot smaller. Um, And I've I've got a really close friend who's single. We're, like, the two remaining single people in our friendship group and um, we're constantly (laughs) being, like, have you ever spoken to this man before? Yes. Okay. Like, and it's just a matter of, like, decency.
1: I think so, But we've never
0: sat down and been, like, here are the rules, you know? (laughs) Like, unfurl a big scroll. (laughs) Hear ye, hear ye. Don't toucheth my man. (laughs)
1: Can you do that, please?
0: But we will do that now. If you're <laughs> listening, he's not. <laughs> and like, there have been times when there's been crossover, but it's also been like, "Oops," you know.
1: Yeah, and I just don't. I don't know why we have to keep breaking these up into gender. Like a girl code's meant to be different to a bro code, and whatever. I think Mary just said it best when she said she puts herself in the other person's situation. And if she doesn't want something to happen to her, then she's not going to do it to someone else. And I think it's as simple as that.
0: It's like just be a decent human being. Yeah. And I think the difference between what a lot of people around the table were saying is that I don't think Kieran has any kind of self-reflection.
1: No, absolutely not. He is sitting there. A couple of the boys kind of were like, bro code means to me having like open communication. And Alex is like, it only applies to someone who's a best mate or a brother to me, but otherwise it's fair game. And I guess that means, like, dating someone's ex is fair game. And Kieran's sitting there he's like, well, a bit of integrity doesn't go amiss these days. And it's like, okay, can integrity. Yeah, I was like, like, it doesn't. Yeah,
0: so what about if you treated women with a bit of integrity? (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just another really, yeah... it was a very strange. And I, I just felt very uncomfortable the whole time because then things obviously kicked off with um, Matt and Kieran. Yeah. And also Renee just sitting there and it's like, well.
1: She gets the biggest say in all of this. yeah. You know, Kieran, you've done what you've done. You've cheated on her. You've hooked up with her friends. You've slept in four different beds in paradise. You've had your journey. Mm. Let the girl have one date with the guy that she likes. Yeah. And Matt was just kind of like, I really like that Matt, Is not kind of adhering to the bro code in this situation. He's like very clear about where he stands with Renee. He really likes her. He says he's known Kieran for three months, really. It's not a life, (laughs) he goes, he's not a lifelong friend, which I think was the funniest thing (laughs) to say straight to Kieran's face (laughs) because his ego was like, oh. But I think as uncomfortable as this situation would have been for Renee, it really did showcase some more of Kieran's true colours. So this is only a good thing. Like everyone's going to dig their own grave in the end, right? If mm. they've done.
0: There was also the moment where he, he kind of alleged that Matt had been secretly messaging Renee behind his back. And I think Mary was like, while you were still together? And he was like, no, we were broken up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's not behind your back at all. That's two adults having a conversation that has nothing to do with you.
1: I love it. Kieran, show us your DMs. <laughs> Show your DMs challenge, Kieran, 2020. Let's see what you've got going on in there. (laughs) Uh,
0: The other ongoing saga at this banquet was obviously between our good friend Jamie and Brittany.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, And ever since Jackson arrived, Jamie has been doing everything to kind of distract Brittany and Jackson from each other in a very strange way because also then he was sort of saying like... He was almost like, oh, you should go see what's going on with Scott. And she was like, well, no, I'm just I'm interested in Jackson. And then even Alicia at the banquet was saying, Jamie, you're friends with Jackson. Why don't you tell him how much you love Britney and, and, and like encourage him to go on a date with her or something? And Jamie was like, absolutely not.
1: At the very start of the episode, Jamie's all like, oh, I really want Britney to find someone and move on and trying to come across as this good friend to her. And then as soon as he sees that he's Rose, his friendship Rose from Britney, could be gone he kicks into full gear he does not want to bar her with Jackson especially um to the point that even when Jackson arrives he's like who's coupled up and Jamie does this really weird thing where he's like oh I'm with Brittany <laughs> and he's like excuse me sir
0: and then even at the banquet, there was that moment where he was, like, talking about how much he loved being around her again. All that kind of stuff of, like, I can't imagine waking up without her and all this other stuff. And then, like, hugged her a little. And it was all this very big display of, like, yeah, closeness and intimacy that doesn't exist, which we've seen.
1: And she was clearly uncomfortable with it, too. And she's calling him out on it, which I'm so glad. Mm. But she's very aware now of his actions. And he does... Basically say to Alicia when Alicia tries to be like, well, be a good friend. You know, you put in a good word for her with um, Jackson. He's like, well, why would I? Yeah, <laughs> and it- I want- He goes, I want to stay in paradise. Don't put this this on me.
0: Mm. Uh, but I think this is all part of a bigger picture, which I'm going to call the curse of Brittany.
1: Mm-hmm. Because yeah.
0: she's cursed in paradise.
1: She is so cursed in paradise. It I- is...
0: She needs to burn some sage up in the island.
1: <laughs> <She does. laughs> Brittany deserves so much better. She and does. I was really hoping this season we would see that for her.
0: I mean, it, she's not out of the game yet, but no. there, uh, there has just been so much unfortunate circumstances that befall her. Meanwhile, other people are just arriving, you know, Getting massages. Too many massages, some might say. I
1: know. I never need to see another massage sequence (laughs) again. (laughs)
0: Okay, well, (laughs) after we record this, I have a slideshow for you, but (laughs) we can skip a few slides. So not only was she dealing with the ongoing Jamie saga, but Jackson's arrival also interested Cass. Yes. And this kind of sparked a bit of a love rhombus because Mm. it's not really a triangle because... Uh, at the end of episode seven, Naranga gets a surprise date card moments after Cass has basically just said, pack your bags. I'm not giving you a rose (laughs) in
1: front of everyone. Just put him on blast.
0: Horrible. Ice cold.
1: I was like, tell us what you really felt. Uh, (laughs) uh,
0: and so he gets a date card. So who does he pick for this date? But Brittany, which really sets her off.
1: Yeah. And I totally get it. I think some people were looking at it as a bit of an overreaction, But I think when you've constantly, your whole journey has been people's last choice, essentially, like getting friendship roses, being a backup option. It's a really, really bad feeling. And it's amazing that she's managed to like pull herself up so many times, I think, and keep having a laugh and keep being like that fun litany personality. She finally cracks. And I think I just think it was probably a long time coming in.
0: I agree. And I, I kind of understand what Naranga was doing. And also I think it was a last ditch attempt to get a rose.
1: A hundred percent. Because yeah.
0: really Cass and Brittany are the only two that aren't sort of locked down in a couple. And Cass being like, mm-hmm, don't leave anything in the bathroom. yeah, <laughs> Like literally... <laughs> Literally giving him packing advice. Uh, So he was like, you know what? My other option could be Brittany and I know that we could have a laugh. And I understand that, but I do. I I thought it was kind of horrible because again, it's, yeah, exactly as you said, she's she's always the like second choice or somebody's safe zone, which I think is really harsh.
1: I think it's just terrible for someone's like self-worth and self-esteem as well to Mm. me, that situation just constantly. And she finally finds a connection or spark with someone being Jackson and she was really upset because she didn't want to be taken away knowing that Cass could then use that time to get closer to Jackson essentially.
0: Exactly. So thankfully uh thankfully Renee intercepted and kind of gave Naranga the lowdown. So he ended up taking Cass on one of the worst dates.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: yikes. I mean if if she wasn't blunt before, she was really <laughs> Every option she got, she just kind of like kicked the door down and was like, "Friends."
1: <laughs> Seriously. She's like, "I'm so excited there's olives here." Yeah. Let's... The company could be better, but like
0: <laughs> Let's sit down on this friendship couch and share this friendship platter. Just two friends. Even when they were doing like fire dancing, she was like, "This is platonic and we're just friends."
1: The fire dancers though, hello. or Yeah. Humps. Yep.
0: That
1: was that was fun for Cass. Um
0: That was fun for Matt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the one Thing I will say about Cassie here is I think she has, well, we've seen her friend zone Naranga quite brutally to his face. So I could kind of understand her annoyance when he then gave a speech about how <laughs> he was still open to pursuing something. Yeah. And she was like, no.
0: Yeah. How many times does she have to reiterate that there's nothing there? I also loved on this date um and, you know, a lot of Naranga and Cass's conversations, he kept saying, uh, this is the last coffin in the nail. Oh. And he said it, he said it multiple times. And then he finally said, like, that was the last nail in the coffin. And I was like,
1: oh, you did it? Yes, I'm glad he got there before, you know, his before time was up. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, when they were on the date, Brittany shared a kiss with Jackson. I know. And it was... We didn't see it, but we, we know what happened. It.
0: Yeah, uh, And then that kind of led into the next day where she was... Very excited and really happy and she was locked. She, she knew who she was giving her rose to and so did Cass.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: there's the, the conversation that they had where Cass basically was trying to figure out if Brittany was going to give Jackson a rose, which she obviously was. And then Cass's response was, you know, like, oh, I, you know, I'm giving mine to Scott.
1: Yeah, exactly. She's like, obviously there's romance going on with you guys. So Scott will get my rose. Mm. My favorite thing was in Cass's voiceover where she's like, Apparently Jackson and Britney kiss, but he gave me a massage the other day, so I don't know what to think right now. And it's like Cass.
0: <laughs> Cass. Who hasn't given you a massage? <laughs> yeah. If that is a sign of romance, you're married to five people.
1: <laughs> you know exactly what to think. Like, Narangus- there's four other guys that will give you a massage. It's gonna be okay.
0: is still digging her feet skin out of his fingernails and she's like, I got one massage from someone else. It's like, um
1: her feet skin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I need to take a break and go vomit after you said that.
0: Okay, I'll put out a platter of feet, Skin. We'll be right back.
1: Ten Speaks' latest podcast, Ten News First Person, will bring you amazing stories from all over the country, stories that matter from journalists with passion. I'm Nerelda Jacobs, and I'm proud to present these stories to you. You can find 10 News first person on the 10 Speaks page, on 10 Play or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Welcome back. Well, there is a lot of drama happening, but also it was nice to see some romance on the island actually happening. We had a few really nice dates that I loved.
1: Yes, we've got some emerging couples that I'm really into. Same. We've got Greg and Alicia.
0: (laughs) The Church of Greg lives on.
1: Sorry, Glenn. (laughs) Nothing but love.
0: Nothing but love for Greg. We love Greg, Greg forever. Yeah, they're really cute. And um, also, it was like, you know, she had worries that things weren't going to get deep enough and it was just going to be like a sexual chemistry. And then.
1: And they had a really deep bath together. So her fears were unfounded.
0: That was great. And then also Connor and Mary, I love
1: They're really sweet. I
0: need them to work out. I really love them. They're so sweet to each other.
1: Who would have thought a clean skin would just come in and steal the game?
0: I know. Well, certainly not Gilly.
1: (laughs) There's apparently another one still. Still there. What is he doing? I don't know. I mean, maybe just having a nice paddleboard every day. But, like, the sad thing
0: is no one ever really brings him up in conversation either. Nobody's like, you should go on a date with Gilly. No. Sad. Obviously, uh, the drama around Jackson uh, continued and uh, Osher arrived to let everyone know that three boys were going to be heading home at the next rose ceremony because the women had the power.
1: Yeah, the fact that three guys were going home cause a lot of tension at this cocktail party. Everyone was crying.
0: But also, don't you think it's funny that like three men were going home and I was like, but there are five that should.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's so true.
0: I was like, just three at this stage?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: there wasn't a big kind of like... Mystery around who it would be.
1: The funniest thing was too, as a newcomer, Jackson was so chill because he was just being like, well, he didn't have to work for his rose whatsoever because he knew it was either coming from Castle Brittany. Jamie's stressing out. Jamie's crying. Naranga's crying.
0: Full on weeping. Like there was (laughs) weeping going on at this (laughs) cocktail party. Mary and Naranga just like holding each other. She's like, if I had another rose, I'd give it to you. I was was like,
1: like, Mary, babe, this isn't how this show works. I was like,
0: (laughs) Mary for Bachelor. (laughs)
1: Um. everyone's crying. I'm crying. You're crying. Like it was an emotional. Gilly's
0: packing his bags.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gilly's already left. He was like oh jeez. He should have. But the drama comes when Cass tells the other girls that she hasn't actually made her mind up about who her rose is going to. Mm,
0: which was an interesting twist after she was so sure it was going to Scott.
1: Yeah. And she told Brittany she had nothing to worry about essentially. Um,
0: I think she just kept doing that thing where she was like circling around the point where she was like oh I just need to go. I've got a few people that I'm interested in. I've just got to go talk to a few people and it was like, no. I'm going to
1: get a few massages. <laughs> figure out. Got like
0: a spa voucher. I just got to like <laughs> use it up.
1: <laughs>
0: um, And then... Uh, it was very clear what she was doing. She was dancing around the, the fact that she is interested in Jackson. Mm. Uh, but I, I really loved what Brittany did, which was, she just took Jackson aside and she was like, I think there's a spark here. I'd like to yeah. investigate it. I'm giving you my rose. Yeah. So he exactly. clearly knew her interest and her intent and then Cass, you know, took him aside and was almost quizzing him on his connection with Brittany.
1: Yeah. She was playing dirty. I think
0: I agree. And, I didn't love this. It wasn't It wasn't super cute, especially because when she did decide to take Brittany aside to let her know that she would also probably be giving her mm. Rose to Jackson, she did it like she had Mary there as backup. Yes. And the way that she went about it, she then tried to almost trip Brittany up.
1: Yeah, it was, I really didn't like watching this. Brittany was, Brittany's already on edge, right? We've already seen it. She's been upset. People know she's been upset. And I think Cass played that to her advantage so she tells britney that you know jackson could get a rose after also telling britney earlier that day that it wasn't going to happen mm-hmm. so of course Brittany is instantly annoyed as you would be i still think she handled herself as calmly as you could in that kind of situation Brittany? yeah oh
0: i loved how she handled herself <laughs> yeah. I, I thought she was assertive and i thought she wasn't putting up with anyone's bullshit
1: because Cass, britney says that she has a connection with jackson so that's where her rose is going to go which she has said from the get-go. And that's what Jackson said to Cass too. He said, britney has been really clear from the start. This is what's happening.
0: And then he also even said, he was like, Her, she's got one choice, me. You've got several others. Yeah. So it, it is interesting that so, so many people were like, Cass, like you could maybe leave this one alone. But she was like, no.
1: <laughs> and I also don't buy that she's actually interested in Jackson.
0: Because, like, everything that we've heard about her, she doesn't like younger guys. Yeah. Uh, she she doesn't-, doesn't love a party boy. Yeah, uh, He is a meat pie salesman and she's a vegan. Um, and the weird thing is I'm pretty sure he and Scott are the same age, but all of a sudden, like, Scott was too young for her. And it's like, isn't Scott, like, a real estate agent or something really sensible? Like...
1: Is he? I don't even know. But like sure I would put most reality people as real estate agents if I didn't know their occupations. (laughs) (laughs) I think think that's literally my (laughs) default. I'm always (laughs) like he
0: real estate agent? But it's like he's got like a sensible job, he seems like actually a really nice down to earth guy. Yeah. And meanwhile, she's like, I want the guy that constantly talks about how much he loves a drink.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, what? And that's why Jackson and Brittany have bonded too, because they are both kind of loud, outgoing personalities. They both love a drink, as they both said, and they have the same birthday, which Jackson tacked on to the end, like, ugh, fate.
0: I know he was so surprised by that. I've never met anyone that has the same birthday as me.
1: Amazing. Just Google
0: celebrity birthdays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, back to Brittany and Cass's conversation. When Brittany said she had a connection with Jackson, Cass then tries to, yeah, I don't know. Like, she tried to trip her up. She tries to min- manipulate this. Then she's like, "Well, is that what Jackson said?"
0: Exactly. And it's like that does that that isn't relevant. But she said it twice. I think she was like, "So he said that." So he said that you had a connection. And it's like, what are you doing here, babe?
1: She's kind of playing some weird psychological game with Brittany here, and I am not for it. Well, the
0: thing that I also really disliked was once Brittany kind of had a gutful because mm. this was not nice. I think, I think Cass was expecting Brittany to be like, oh, you want to give him a rose? Go ahead. I'm just here to be a a doormat. And it's like, she didn't do that, which was amazing.
1: Which I loved. Yeah. Cass is trying to pick on a weaker target. She didn't get what she bargained for. And then Brittany ends up walking off and is like, well, that's it. I've said my piece. We're done. And Cass goes, oh, she's so weird and rude. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I didn't like that at all either. Because I also think something that we've seen is that Brittany is a straight-up sweetheart. Yes. She's not talking crap about anyone on that island. Absolutely not. Her heart is always making sure that everyone's entertained and having a good time. And then, like, to trash her like that just because you want to do something dodgy, I think, just sucks.
1: It sucks massively. Cass calls her, like, an angry chick. Yeah. And, I mean, you've just got hours of footage of Britney just being the best <laughs> I know yeah
0: yeah super ragey yeah <laughs> she's so
1: angry cuts back to her like, she's like screaming dancing. at the tree
0: <laughs> they de <de-nutted> it <laughs> I just I, I I didn't love a lot of this and I just thought it came off quite cruel especially like it's the curse of Britney again it's like yeah why like why this one person who was had a really rough go two seasons in a row in Paradise with people messing her around. She's kind of got something that she could investigate. You've got tons of other options.
1: It's so, very high school. I yeah. think just Cass comes across very high school in this whole situation. Even after she's talking to Brittany, she's like, well i feel like i'm a good person and that's why i wanted to chat to you about it and It's like no alicia told you i feel like i'm a good
0: person that's that's 100% how i'm gonna like introduce myself in the future hi i'm matt and i feel like i'm a good person everyone's gonna be like no every time
1: i do something i know is shitty i was just like oh, well, i'm I feel like i'm a good person i feel like so. i'm a good
0: person so i could rob this bank <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i'm like way too clumsy <laughs> It was, the whole thing was, yeah, I, it just made me really sad. And then going into that rose ceremony, it, it was basically a race to see whose name gets called out. And I was exactly. like, no, I knew. do it alphabetically.
1: Yeah, Drew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, Brittany, Brittany.
1: <laughs> and not to sound all Jake Ellis, but at what point do you just leave the island? When you keep giving out friendship roses, they've been there probably at least two weeks now. She's not connecting with anyone. She's judging people on their ages.
0: It is interesting that you bring up that idea of when do you leave? Yeah. Because obviously... You're
1: quitting the podcast.
0: <laughs> no, I want you out of my house. Uh... <laughs> um, Because we obviously said goodbye to Naranga, Gilly... <laughs> And oh, I'm
1: so sad about Gillian. Gilly. Gilly, oh.
0: bring! Imagine if, like, the next episode, Gilly just came back as a wild card, and he was like, "We've got the power, boys!" Yeah.
1: <laughs> the people asked for
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Gillian Scott for Joint Bachelor Change. 2021. Org. Oh my
1: god!
0: <laughs> um, I completely lost what. Ah, oh, people are like, pe- when do you give up? And uh, yeah, so we also said goodbye to Jamie. We've lost it. I don't know what happened to us. The gas leak in this house. Uh, we said goodbye to Jamie My heart breaks I love that man uh, It was a
1: he, It was time for him to go It was though, definitely time for him I to think. go
0: But like He was so keen Once Cass had given her rose to Jackson Did we even touch on that?
1: <laughs> Should we circle back?
0: Maybe it's a race to see who gives their rose to Jackson and obviously, you know, the last two women to give out their roses are, are Cass and, and Brittany and Cass gets called first. Of
1: course, we all knew that how that was going to go.
0: I didn't. I genuinely was like, maybe they're going to give her a, yeah. a break, but I didn't. Nope.
1: The curse of Brittany the continues. The curse of Brittany.
0: And, you know, so then Brittany had a tough choice between not Gilly, Naranga, doing another friendship rose with jamie yeah. or giving scott a little bit more time uh and she obviously chose scott thank yes. god
1: thank goodness the
0: nation's boyfriend
1: oh, i was uh, yeah lost my breath for a second oh, there i was like <laughs>
0: oh my god the crowd's outside my heart
1: was racing i was like will scott make it through
0: <laughs> um but you know when we said goodbye in naranga gilly and jamie Jamie made an impassioned speech but I was like well what would you have been waiting for had Brittany just continued the friendship row swap?
1: Megan Marks yeah. <laughs> obviously. Jamie's erased the fact that Jake's rushed off to go get Megan back and then for some reason Jamie was fixated on the fact that Megan would come well he saw it worked for everyone else like Renee said Matt three times he popped up here and was like kiki she was just like popped up behind a tree was like hi i'm here jamie was like megan Marks, megan Marks, and then just like looking around she was
0: like no (laughs) oh she was like telegram for jamie
1: (laughs) um but jamie was very sad to leave friendship island
0: but also in his last plea uh spoke about elena (laughs) this was tough to watch
1: (laughs) that was really hard Jamie leaves paradise um, to go find Eleanor, basically.
0: Well, no, what he said was, hang on, didn't he say, I'm going to go find my Elena out in the real world? Like, so so just like...
1: Yes, but then he kind of talked about how he didn't know if the actual Elena's feelings were reciprocated <laughs> towards him. Which they're not. Him.
0: They're straight up not.
1: <laughs> so I think he does want to find his version of her, but he might also try to track down the real one. Uh I think it was definitely the right time for Jamie to go. So I'm glad Brittany didn't continue the friendship rose. Um, I think maybe the real love story here is Brittany finally kind of getting herself worth and standing up for herself in a month, the whole mess of paradise.
0: I love that.
1: Because I feel we've seen her on this journey. We've seen her be litany. We've seen her being fun. We've seen her upset now, but she's also starting to really stand her ground on all the really bad situations she's being put in. Yeah, and I don't love that for her that she's being forced to do that. But I'm also glad to see that she's not taking the BS anymore.
0: I I love that so much. I hadn't thought about it like that, but I really do love that. That the real the real paradise is learning to love yourself. Exactly. And my ticket got cancelled. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. You
1: can get it tattooed.
0: <laughs> so Talia, before we uh, wrap this up, and I do a 25 minute speech about Elena. Um,
1: <laughs> who
0: would you be giving your rose to this week? And uh, why is it Scott? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got me. <laughs>
0: no, okay. We we can't give our roses to Scott because there are too many people trying to give their rose to Scott.
1: Um, Not to be a Jamie, I've got a couple roses to give out.
0: Okay.
1: One is to Renee for just being a consistent, good person.
0: Yes, 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 yes. She is, I'm so glad she's on this season.
1: She's so good. Even like she's just there for Britney. She's being an adult about this whole Kieran stuff and we finally got to see her go on a date and have a good time. And yep. I love that for Renee. I also want to give a joint rose to my favorite couple, Greg and Alicia. Ugh,
0: so cute. I, I cannot not to wait to me. be
1: the flower girl at their wedding, throwing real rose petals down, weeping. <laughs>
0: Will you accept this, Rose? Will They're like, please leave rose? my house, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a wedding. We're just trying to have dinner.
1: But I'm just so glad they are bringing me, like, the love story that I do like to see on these shows. Like, it's making me a bit emotional every time I watch them.
0: Because if they break up,
1: I don't know how I'm going to handle it.
0: You always jump to the breakup. It's, like, <laughs> a little bit too revealing about you.
1: Go to therapy. <laughs> um, Who's your Rose going to?
0: Um... I wrote down, this one's kind of a cop out, but I wrote down the fire dancers because (laughs) they, yeah, they were hot and they brought me the love story that I was looking for.
1: (laughs) Just two hot men dancing with fire.
0: Yeah. But I also do, I completely agree with you about Renee. And I also think that I was thinking about this today. Don't you think that if she wasn't an intruder, she could have been a front runner in Matt's season?
1: hundred percent. Yes. She's She's just just such a good person.
0: So good. And also just like smart, switched on kind she's always so yes. kind to people even you know we saw her when she was consoling Jess we see her when she's always with Brittany's side like she's just a good person
1: love her I love her <sighs> Renee Bachelorette us. if oh. this doesn't work
0: no well
1: Matt's just like whatever he'll ride his bike off he'll be fine yeah vroom, vroom.
0: <laughs> it's not got an engine pedal pedal <laughs> what noise does pedals make <laughs> I don't know Well, that about does it for Episodes 7 and 8, and it looks like things get heated.
1: We're continuing with Cass and Brittany, The Cold War.
0: Oh, my God. And it looks like a punch-on after a banquet, I guess. Kieran storms out of his 75th banquet.
1: (laughs) Shocking. A tree looked at him the wrong way, and he goes and punches
0: Oh, oh, stuff! this. (laughs) He's like, I haven't gotten in another bed in hours. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't watched these episodes and we just spoiled them for you, you can still relive the magic on TenPlay and tune in on Ten.
1: You can also get a shorter version on Punky.
0: Nice. Talia, this was yes, fine.
1: This is good. <laughs>
0: but I wish you were Scott.
1: <laughs> sure I'll bring my avocado shirt next time. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's gone. That's run away. Oh. <laughs>